0: Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. Subscribe to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify to get notified when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website. PraiseChapelLasVegas.com to find out more about we us and give online. In this Thanks house, again amen. for joining and enjoy want to thank and all the ministries message. in this house, amen. Worship team, get up. Come on, if you're a part of the worship team, I want you to stand up. Media team, stand up, amen. Come on, I want to thank uh, you guys, amen, for all year. Come on, media team, stand up, grandson. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Our media team, our worship team, our musicians, our singers, amen. Thank you so much. Come on, somebody say thank you, thank you for leading us in through worship and to bring us in when we didn't feel like singing. When we didn't we didn't want to even be here, amen. You remain standing because we want to honor you. So thank you. Somebody say thank you. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but there's times when I came in, I didn't feel good, but after worship, whoo, I was like, yeah. Somebody go, whoo. Hallelujah. Come on. Give the Lord praise. Amen. Amen. And and, and, uh, thank you. Come on. High and clap for the the worship team. Our ushers. Our usherettes. Come on. Stand up. Usher, usherettes. You're part of that ministry. Come on. Hallelujah. There they are. Come on, my bodyguards. Your bodyguards. Hallelujah. That's the main one right there. Hallelujah. But we want to thank you guys for your faithfulness coming, cleaning, doing, preparing everything sitting people down, welcoming people, amen, thank you so much for what you do, it does not go unnoticed, and my wife and I want to say thank you, come on, say thank you to them, give them some give them some praise, hallelujah, go ahead, grab a seat, amen, our One's Ministry Teacher Team, come on, stand up if you're a teacher, I know they're over there, some of you guys, come on, all you guys that are teachers, amen, thank you, come on, somebody say thank you for watching my mocosos, no, 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 no mocosos. No, no. Watching our kids, amen, and teaching our kids, amen. And, and what they're doing right now as we change the name this year to the one ministry, because the one matters. Come on, somebody. And so we want to thank you for taking your time of, of uh, preparing and, and and imparting to our kids because they are the next generation. Come on, they are the next future preachers, teachers, worship team, ushers, media team, all those things that you all already stood up amen they're preparing for them and so we want to say thank you come on somebody say thank you. thank you hallelujah come on give the lord some praise amen uh, our rise up cafe team you're here stand up hallelujah come on woo! I know there's some of them are teachers over there, amen, but thank you so much, amen, because for some of us, amen, hallelujah, some of us, you know, you wake up so late, man, you're like, I need some coffee, and Then thank God the Rise Up Cafe has some coffee for you, amen, because if there was no coffee, amen, you, oh, my Lord, hallelujah, but you know what? Thank you so much for your dedication coming in early because everything that you are doing in there... Is what we just seen on the monitor. That's happening in Spain. That's happening in, in Romania. That's happening in Germany. That's happening in Eastern Europe. That's happening in Ethiopia. All that. Thank you. They raised money. they they have raised thousands throughout the year. I'm telling you, amen. They, they raised some funds. Amen. I, I think, uh, I didn't really have a look at it, but it's almost near $2,000 out of that, out of that cafe. Come on. Just the cafe alone. So thank you. Come on. Somebody say thank you. Sometimes you walk in, <gasps> breakfast burritos. Woo. You get a little excited. Amen. Hallelujah. So hopefully it open up next year. Who knows? Amen. Maybe we'll have menudo. Hallelujah. Finally. back Hallelujah. Woo. Yes. Menudo. Somebody say menudo. Hallelujah. Come on. We want to thank the armory class. Come on. Sister Miranda and the team, if you're part of the armory class, stand up. Come on. If you weren't part of that... Come on, Armory, stand up. Hallelujah. Come on, these are disciples that are getting trained, amen, learning the basics and going and now looking maybe at future leaders in this house. Come on, so thank you for the Armory class. Come on, give, someone say thank you. Hallelujah. Then we got Deborah's Warriors. You got the Warriors in the house. Come on, stand up, Warriors. Come on, hallelujah, come on, Deborah's Word, if you guys don't know, that there's a ministry, amen, that's here. It's on Saturday mornings now, right now. They're working on a team. We'll see what we do next year, amen, but it's to open up, it's to build, and it's to, you know what, just uh, just to whip some spiritual battles that you're going through and to equip you ladies right now to be uh... (laughs) a... Come on. To be bodyguards, to be armor bearers for this house, for me, for my wife, amen. They're, 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 they're preparing them for war. And Sister Bloom, we want to just say thank you for running that class. Come on, give the Lord some praise, amen. Hallelujah. And I want to thank all you guys. You think I forgot you, huh? I forgot. All you guys for coming here to PC And for every time you came, served, did, volunteered, thank you. Somebody say, thank me. hallelujah praise the lord so we want to thank you guys for being faithful amen hallelujah we ready going to jump in the word amen i'm going to do it in 20 minutes flat come on hallelujah i may be spitting at somebody i don't know amen but here it comes amen so if i get close to you just put the put your shield guard on her i don't know amen hallelujah Praise the Lord, amen. We're in a new series, amen, in the month of December from the preparation of Christ, amen. And it will end with the birth of Christ, our Savior, on our Christmas service on the 19th. And the title of this series is Simply Jesus. Somebody say Jesus. Jesus. Simply Jesus. Of all the Gospels, the book of Luke gives the most accurate account of the birth and life of Christ and presents Christ as the perfect human and Savior. Last week, amen, if you were here, we see how Zachariah and Elizabeth played a major part in preparing for the coming Messiah. That God, somebody say that God, that God answers prayers. Come on, are you an answer prayer here? Come on, anybody, an answer prayer, raise your hand. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I want to answer prayer. Amen. Hallelujah. He answers prayers and God works miracles. And what seems to be impossible, God makes it possible. The angel of the Lord, Gabriel, came and told Zechariah, God has heard your prayers. Come on, not only is he answering the prayers for the nation and for the coming Messiah, but he's also answering, he's telling Zechariah, your greatest heart desire, and he wants to give you a son. And your son will grow up and prepare the way for the Messiah. And you are to name him John. And we learn that John means the Lord is gracious. Jesus means the Lord saves. Amen. Matthew chapter 19, 26 says this. But Jesus looked unto them and said, With men, this is impossible. But with God, all things, somebody say all things. All things are possible. So let's look at the promise that the angel told Mary as we continue in this series of simply Jesus. I want you to turn to the book of Luke chapter one and go down to verse 26. I'm going to read 26 through 33. And uh, I'm going to wear glasses because I got to admit to myself that I need them. Hallelujah. And I don't like to put big old fonts like Brother Garrett. Amen. Amen. Size 26, hallelujah. (laughs) But it says this. It says, in the six months of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a village in Galilee, to a virgin named Mary. She was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, greetings, favored woman. The Lord is with you. Confused and disturbed, Mary tried to think what this angel could mean. Don't be afraid. Somebody say, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid, afraid, Mary, the angel told her, for you have found favor with God, and you will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be very great, and he will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David, and he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. Hallelujah. Now, angels, as we learned, amen, are messengers from God. And the angel Gabriel not only appeared to Zechariah, but we see here in our text that he appears to Mary as well. 500 years. Somebody say 500 years. 500 years before that, he appeared to the prophet Daniel. And you can read that in Daniel chapter 8 and 9. Each time that Gabriel has appeared, he's always brought forth an important message from God. Now, Nazareth was Joseph and Mary's hometown. And it was a long way from Jerusalem. So Jesus was born in Bethlehem, but he grew up in Nazareth. Nevertheless, the people of Jesus, his hometown would reject him. Mary was a young and poor, and and, and, and to the people back then, Mary would be considered unusable by God for any type of assignment. But God chose Mary. Somebody say, God chose her. God chose her. Oh, let's do it all again. One more time. We're going to stay here till 2 o'clock, guys. Come on. Say, God chose, God chose her. All right, all right. Now you took a minute off. Amen. Hallelujah. But God chose Mary for one of the most important acts, listen, of obedience. Something that he, God, has never demanded from anyone else. You see, you may be here today and think God can never use you. Come on, you ever felt like that? Don't raise your hand, amen. Come on. But praise the Lord. Come on, you ever felt that, man, I can't be used by God? Or you may feel that your ability or your experience or your education makes you unsuitable for God, amen. You may even feel unworthy for any assignment from God. Church, don't limit God in your life. Amen. He can use you. He can use anyone if you trust him. Amen. All you got to do is simply obey him. Somebody say obey. obey. Don't be afraid when God calls you church. He told Zechariah, don't be afraid. Right. He heard your prayer. He told Mary, don't be afraid. You found favor with God. See in Colossians chapter 1, verse 27 to 28, it says this instead, God chose the world, uh, uh things of the world considered foolish in order to shame those who think they are wise. And he chose the things that are powerless to shame those, shame those things that are powerful. Uh, God chose those things despised by the world, things that cannot be counted for nothing at all, and use them to bring something uh, to bring nothing to what the world considers important. Tell your neighbor I'm important. Come on. God can use you. Right now, if you, if you think that you cannot be used by God as a lie from the devil, that's stopping great potential in your life. Amen. All you gotta simply do is obey and trust God. I'm here to let you know that today uh, that you, say I, you are chosen, amen, God. I'm here to let you know that God has heard your prayers, amen. Uh, Come on, you are highly favored, amen, and you can do something powerful in his kingdom. All you got to do is trust, obey, and don't be afraid. Man, I just rhymed again. I'm a poet and I know it now, hallelujah. Trust, obey, and don't be afraid. Come on, tell your neighbor, don't be scared. Now listen, church. Now God's favor, listen. God's favor doesn't automatically bring success. Come on, somebody say hello. Hello. You see, God promised, promised me that he would put my life back together when I got saved over 26 years ago. But it didn't mean that he was going to put it together the next day. Come on, it wasn't instant success, amen, but it was a process. I'm rhyming again, hallelujah. Come on, it wasn't success, it was a progress, amen. And it was based on trust and obedience. Come on! It was trust and obedience, amen. What you see today is not something that just happened in a week or uh, happened a day. It took years. Uh, come on, of the process. Uh, it took years, amen, uh, for the success uh, of what God is doing in our lives in this church, amen. And we had to base it on trust. Somebody say trust. Come on, and obedience. Somebody say obey. obey. See the problem with us. Oh. Hmm. I'm going to hold that one. Amen. Put it in my back pocket. I'm going to use it. I may use it today. I'm going to put that one away right now. Come on. Oh, you you want me to bring it out? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if you can handle this. Amen. I don't think you can handle this. Amen. Listen. He told me I will put everything together as you trust me and you obey me. Those are the words that God told me 26 years ago, 26 years ago at an altar when I gave my life to him, when my life was falling apart, our life was falling apart. Listen, his blessing on Mary, the honor of being the mother of the Son of God, the Messiah, would lead her to much pain. Somebody say, ouch. Now I'm not talking about just the birthing of the Son, church. She would have to go through some hard times. Imagine, listen, you got to imagine telling Joseph, just, just follow me, amen, telling Joseph, I know we're getting married, babe, and I know we haven't been intimate, but I'm pregnant. <laughs> what? Ooh, can you imagine what was going in Joseph's mind? Girl, who was it? Who was it? Was it one of those disciples? Girl, come on, can you imagine what was going in the mind of Joseph? I'm pregnant. And he goes, she goes, I just, oh, well, it's not what you think, babe. It was the Holy Spirit. Oh, okay, Mary. Okay. Holy Spirit. Get out of here. Can you imagine? See, Joseph came very close to leaving Mary. Come on. Mary had to deal with all those who talked about her behind her back at church, at the cafe, having coffee. There she is. Pregnant Mary. And it's not Joseph either. What? Yeah, girl. <laughs> Come on. You, imagine that she had to go through all that backbiting, all that backtalking, everyone talking about Mary as she carries the son of God. People made fun of her. On top of that, she had to deal with her son being rejected, listen, and murdered. But through her son, would come the world's only hope. Her submission was part of God's plan to bring salvation and to fulfill prophecy. Come on. God has a plan for you. Tell your neighbor God has a plan for you. Isaiah chapter 7 verse 14 says, all right then, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Look, somebody say look. Come on, the virgin will conceive a child And she will give birth to a son, and you will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. See, being chosen and called by God is not all glamorous, church. Oh, you want to be a pastor? Really? You want ministry? Okay, Mr. Ministry Guy. Come on, you you think it's all glamorous. You think, man, look at pastor, man. He's up there, and they bring him tamales. They bring him stuff. I haven't had a tamale this year, amen. not all glamorous, guys. It's not all glamorous. <laughs> forgive me. Forgive me. Hallelujah. Xavier uh, uh, brought me one. No, no. Chris bought me one. Amen. Hallelujah. Okay. I got one tamal. One tamal. And it wasn't even beef. Hallelujah. <laughs> 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 Woo, stone him. <laughs> do you think, you think this is all glamorous, amen. This is not, it's all it's not what it seems, guys. How many times do you know it often is hard and painful? Come on, somebody say amen. amen. Come on, my wife and I can testify. And anybody that's been in ministry can mean that. You know what, this, it's kind of hard sometimes. It can weigh on you, church. Matthew chapter 22, 14 says, For many are called, but few are chosen. Meaning that people may hear the call of God through the through the revelation of himself, through the preaching of the word, but only few, listen, will respond because they are the ones who are truly hearing. You know what it says here? Jesus says many times that he who has ears to hear, let him hear. See, the problem with the church today, amen, we all have ears, and we can hear God speaking, amen, but all of us have this. I can't hear nothing. Can you hear what God's telling you? No, pastor, I can't hear nothing. Take your fingers out your ears and see what the Lord will tell you. See? A lot of us get scared. A lot of us get scared to step into what God is calling us to do. That's why he came to Zachariah and said, don't be afraid. He told Mary, don't be afraid. Why? Because there's a great call in your life. And if you just simply listen to me, if you simply obey me, I can do some great things through you. And my son will be glorified. Come on. We cannot hold back what God wants to do. How can we tell God, I, I want to use you. I just saved you. I put your life back together, amen. I restored your marriage, amen. I gave you a good job. I did this and I did that. And can you do this for me? We're like, hey, this. We don't want to hear. We don't want to do. We're afraid. The Lord knows that. And he comes to us. Don't be afraid. Tell yourself, don't be afraid. afraid. Don't be afraid. Simply trust God and obey Him, and He'll do great things. Amen. Send me out to Las Vegas. wasn't easy. Like, woo, Vegas. I wish it was Hawaii, but okay, Vegas. (laughs) Come on, send me to the Bahamas for Jesus, Hallelujah. But we come to Vegas. Land of sin. The devil's playground. I mean, he has his timeshares here. Hallelujah. You know, I got to come to a city where just sin runs wild. We have to come to a city that sin runs wild. The only really nice time was when they announced us. <laughs> that was like Art and Maria from Huntington Park going to the city of Las Vegas, matter The crowd just went, wow. Yeah, we're like yeah, and then we come out here. Yeah, no one's here with us. It's got. It was hard. It's hard. The call of God and being chosen is not all glamorous. Church. Listen, if your hope dims, gets starts to dim in your call, think about Mary. And wait patiently for God to finish. Working out his plan in your life. Don't bail, church. That's why he says, don't be afraid. Come on, we we just came off a series of don't fear. And I'm going to continue on that series. But you know what he's saying? Don't fear. He's telling us there's fear that's gripping us. It's gripping the hearts of God's people. And he needs people that will simply step out and trust him and obey him because in these last days, he's gonna pour out his spirit on all flesh. Amen. And he needs people that will stand and say, God, use me. If you can use anyone, use me. I wanna be part of the end-time revival. Amen. I, mean, I wanna be a voice in the desert. I want to declare his praises. God, I wanna to share to the world who you are and what you've done in my life, God. I wanna be there to reach out to those that are blind and lost. God. I want to be the vessel that you work in. I want to be your hands and your feet and your eyes and your mouth, God. I want to be all that for you. How many want to be that? Come on, if you're hesitant, I'm here to let you know, don't be afraid. See, if God has placed that in your heart, He, you can trust him. He'll do it. He'll take care of it. Don't figure it out. All you got to do is obey him. Come on. He'll work out the plan. What's the plan? Simply Jesus. <laughs> Simply Jesus. Jesus is a Greek form from the Hebrew name Joshua, which is a common name meaning the Lord saves." Just like Joshua in the Old Testament had led Israel into the promised land, Jesus will lead his people into eternal life. Hallelujah. How many know that there's power? Somebody say Power. There's power in the name of Jesus. Jesus walked in power. Come on, our Savior walked in power. When that baby was born in the manger, he, it came with power, church. In Jesus' name, people were healed. In Jesus' name, demons were cast out, amen. In Jesus' name, the dead were raised, amen. Sins were forgiven, amen. Jesus was God's promise. Hundreds of years earlier, God promised David that his kingdom will last forever. In 2 Samuel chapter 7, 16 to 17, it says, Your home, your kingdom will continue before me for all time, and your your throne will be secure forever. So Nathan went back to David and told him everything the Lord has said to him in this vision. This promised church was fulfilled in the coming of Jesus, a a direct descendant of David whose kingdom will never end. Isaiah chapter 9, 6 and 7, it says this, For a child is born to us, a son is given to us. The government will rest on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His government and its peace will never end, and he will rule with fairness and justice from the throne of his ancestor David for, for all eternity. The passionate commitment of the Lord's heaven's armies will make this happen we're seeing a, a fulfillment of prophecy in the book of luke jeremiah thirty three seventeen says this for this is what the lord says david will have a descendant sitting on the throne of israel forever how long how long forever Daniel chapter 2, 44 says this, During the reigns of those kings, God of heaven will set up a kingdom that will never be destroyed or conquered. It will crush all these kingdoms to nothingness, and it will stand forever. What a great plan. We see the process of what God's doing to bring the Savior, the Messiah, into this world. We see the, the two old folks that thought, man, we can never have a child. Now has a child, and John comes to prepare a way for the Messiah. We see Mary, amen. Come on, now. we see the, the miracle that took place there, amen. A virgin to birth a, a child, but Mary, listen, Mary had her doubts too. Remember Zachariah, he doubted what would happen and what happened to him. Silence him because okay, you don't believe me, you have doubt, you ain't going to say nothing to the baby's born silent took his voice away now mary doubted as well but she handled it differently let's pick up the story there in luke chapter 1 verse 34 to 38 and it says this mary asked the angel how how can this happen i'm a virgin doubt can you see the doubt there all right he says the angel replied the holy spirit will come upon you and the power of the most high will overshadow you, so the baby to be born, it will be holy, and he will be called the Son of God. What's more, your relative Elizabeth has become pregnant in her old age. People used to say she was barren, but she has conceived a son, and is now in her sixth month. For the word of the Lord will never fail. Then Mary responded, and this is how she handled it different from Zechariah. He says, I am the Lord's servant. Say that with me. I am the the Lord's, the Lord's servant. Say that again. I am, I am the, Lord's the Lord's servant. I want you to say that each time you feel like giving up. I want you to say that each time you give in to sin or give in or, or to to, to a, a pressure or give in to struggle, whatever. Say, I am, I am the, Lord's the Lord's servant. All right? This is Mary here. Look it. She says, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you said about me come true. Then the angel of the Lord left her. Not a doubt. She, there's there's okay to question. But here he brings clarity. He says, you know what? She didn't go say, I, I, I don't think so. She didn't start complaining, well, Joseph's going to have a fit. You know, she didn't start doing, making excuses. She simply says, whatever you say, it'll happen. Come on, whatever you, you told me, let it be. I'm the Lord's servant. See, the birth of Jesus to a virgin is a miracle that many people find it hard to believe remember joseph almost left her but just like her cousin elizabeth who was barren and old, physical limitations you got to understand have no limitations to god come on somebody listen god accomplishes his will and often in unexpected ways come on somebody hallelujah come on there are three acts of faith that can help us in our faith in this amen All right. We're looking at Luke. We're looking at him. Okay, we're looking at him because he has a lot of facts that's trying to prove the case of what we're looking at here today. First, Luke is a medical doctor, right? Right. If you don't know him, he was a doctor. Hallelujah. He knows, listen, how babies are born. It would have been very hard for him to believe a virgin just like it would be for us to have a baby. Yet Luke reports it as fact as truth, church. All right? Tell your neighbor, take it to the bank. Second, Luke is a researcher who bases gospel on eyewitness accounts. He talked with Mary about the events that were recorded in the first two chapters. Listen, this is, this is not, this is Mary's story. This is not Luke's story that he made up. It came from Mary. Third, as Christians and Jews who worship God as our creator and of, of the universe, we as believers, you've got believers in this place? Come on, we as believers, amen, we should have no doubts that God has the power to do whatever he wants to do. Come on, church. There should not be a doubt, amen, when someone speaks over you that, that God can put your marriage together. You, you shouldn't have any doubt walking out, or, or God can deliver you, or do whatever it is you should not doubt. God has the power to do whatever he wants to do. Come on, if he wants an old barren woman and a virgin baby, a virgin girl to have a baby, then let it be, church. Come on, uh, he has the power to create life in a child of these women, amen. He's God. Why am I going to question God? Come on, if he said it, if he said it, I believe it. Everything that was spoken over, I believe it. Everything that's in that word, I believe Do you believe the word of God? Come on. For some of us, that's why things are not happening. You're not not believing it. You're questioning. Every time you read something in the Bible, you put a question mark and say, you know what? If he said it, I believe it. Come on. We got to point it out. Say, look at babe. Look right here. We're going to make it. Hallelujah. We're going to make it. Spouses, look at your spouse. We're going to make it. They don't believe it? We're going to make it. We're going to make it. Girl. And if you're saying that, you better lead it. We need men to lead. I said, we need men to lead in this place. Amen. We need men to be men of God. Amen. That will lead their families and stop working and crying. And there and there. It's her. It's her, her, her. Now it's you. There. I pulled it out. That was what's on in my back pocket. Hallelujah. I got one, you, one for the girls too. Amen. So. But I won't use it today. (laughs) Let's take our rules, guys. Listen, if you're a man that walks with confidence, that woman will follow. See, I'm a man of, I believe him. I believe that he's a man of his word. I follow him, and I walk in that confidence of him, not me. There is no confidence in me. There's arrogance in me, but there's confidence in what I need to do in God. Amen. So if I believe his word, I walk that word. Despite of what I see, I stand on it and I, and I claim it and I pray and I, and I make war in the heavenlies. Amen. And come on, the, the prayer warriors, not just the woman. Amen. Men, come on, get on your knees. Amen. And shake things up. Amen. And fight for your for marriage and fight. Come on. Too many people say I quit. Come on, quit. Really? This is fight. Come on. You got to, you got to fight. Tell your neighbor, fight. You gotta fight, church. Imagine that if Zachariah would have quit. Imagine if Mary would have quit. Said, nah, this is not, nah, nah, no, nah, no. Nah. She had to fight through that. There was something she had to face. There was a storm and battle and laughter made and ridicule, ridicule of her amen and, and all this stuff that she had to handle. And to see all this stuff, she just said, nah, I don't want to, I don't want anything to do with that she fought through all the way to the end, all the way to the cross. That's where Mary was at the cross. Are you going to make it all the way to the cross, church? Come on, are we just going to claim Christianity when we feel good? Oh, my Lord, I'm bringing all kinds of stuff out of my back pocket right now. Are you going to stand and say, you know what, we're going to make it. I'm going all the way to the end. There's no turning back from me. There's no quitting for me. Heck no, girl. We got we're gonna make it. You're gonna love me. (laughs) You're gonna love me, girl. You may not like me right now, but you're gonna love me. Hallelujah. We didn't do all this just to end. We didn't go through all this stuff just to end. 26 years, amen, of fighting through God putting my marriage together, amen. Say, you know what? Forget this. Nah, Charlie. No way. There you go, man. Come here, girl. Come here, girl. She rang that bell. <laughs> Woo! You can ring my bell. No. Come back, girl. come back, Pastor. But why? Listen, why is the virgin birth so important to our faith? You see, Jesus was born without sin. The sin that entered the world through Adam. Jesus was born holy as Adam was created sinless. But when you compare them both, church, we see that Adam disobeyed God and Jesus simply obeyed God. In Romans chapter 5, 14-16, it says this, Still everyone died from the time of Adam to the time of Moses, even those who did not disobey in the certain command of God as Adam did. Now, Adam is a symbol of the representation of Christ who was yet to come. But there is a great difference between Adam's sin and God's gracious gift. For the sin of one man, Adam, brought death to many. But greater is God's wonderful grace and his gift of forgiveness to many through this other man, Jesus Christ. As a result of God's gracious gift is very different from the results from the one man's sin. For Adam, sin led to condemnation, but God's free gift leads our right being with, right with God, even though we are guilty of many sins. We can see the difference when they compare the two here. It goes on to say in Romans chapter 5, 17 and 19, for the sin of this one man, Adam, caused death to rule over many, but greater is God's wonderful grace and his gift of righteousness for all who receive it will live in a uh, in triumph over sin and death through this one man, Jesus Christ. Yes, Adam's one sin brings condemnation for everyone, but Christ's one act of righteousness brings a, a right relationship with God and a new life for everyone because of one person disobeyed God. Many became sinners because one, uh, this other person obeyed God. Many were made righteous. 2 Corinthians 5.21 says this, For God made Christ, who never sinned, to be an offering for our sin. Say my sin. Say my sin. So that we can be right with God through Christ. Jesus obeyed God. It enabled him to face sin consequences for our in our place church and made us acceptable to God. His sacrifice made us acceptable to Christ uh, to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Jesus is the son of God, and he, he had prepared, a, he made us free from the sinful nature, listen, that was passed on from Adam. And because Jesus was born of a woman, he was a human being. But the son of God, Jesus was born without any trace of human sin. Jesus is fully human and fully God. Can somebody say Amen. And because Jesus lived as a man, we understand our struggles. Come on. Because he walked this earth, church, uh, he understands our conflicts. uh, Because he was here walking among us, uh, he understands our battles. Amen. uh, He understands when people are are talking about you. uh, He understands when people have backstabbed you. Amen. He understands temptation uh, because he went through it. So everything that we go through He's gone through. And he says, I understand, son. I understand, daughter. I made a way. Hebrews 4 14 to 16 says this. So then, since we have a great high priest who has entered, who has entered heaven, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly to what we believe. This high priest of ours understands our weaknesses for he faced all the same testing we do, yet he did not sin. So let us come boldly to the throne of, great, of, of God's gracious gift. Amen. There, that, that way we will receive mercy and find grace to help us in when we need it the most. The message bio puts it like this. I better put my glasses because I messed up that other one. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now that we know that we have Jesus as high priest ready to Access to God. Let us not strip, uh, let us not slip through, let it not slip through our fingers. Uh, we do not have a priest who is untouched by our reality. He's, he's been through weaknesses and testing. He experienced it all, but all but the sin. So let us walk right up to him and get what we're ready, uh, what he is ready to give us. Take the mercy and accept the help. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, accept the help. Tell yourself, accept the help. God's there to help you. Accept the help. Accept the help. We can complain all we want, church. We can complain this and that. And God says, accept the help. My throne is here for you. My grace is there for you when you need it. Accept the help. Trust me. Believe in me. And watch what I'll do for you. Accept the help. I want, you, I want that to sink in you. Accept the help. I am the Lord's servant and accept the help. Come on, you're a servant of the Lord. You're chosen. Don't don't walk out this place that you're not chosen. Don't walk out this place that you that, that there's no favor of God over your life. There is. Know that you're a Lord's servant. Let it be as you say, Lord, and accept the help when you need it. Put the pride away. Don't put it in your back pocket. Throw it away. And say, God, I need you. God, I'm, I'm messed up. God, I'm struggling. God, I need this. I need you in my life. Accept the help, church. We'll close today. Boom, I told you, boom, hallelujah. It's not 2 o'clock, it's going to be 1 o'clock, hallelujah. I'm bad, hallelujah. But as I close today, because Jesus is the Son of is God, amen, the Son of God, and he is. He's God Almighty. He has the power, listen, and the authority to deliver us from our sins. There is no sin too great for God, church. Oh, Pastor, you don't know what I did. know. he knows what you've done. I may not know what you've done, but he knows. And he can still forgive you. He can still set you free. Come on, somebody. Colossians chapter 2, 13 to 15 says this. You were dead because of your sins and because of your sinful nature has not been cut away. Then God made you alive. Say I'm alive. God made you alive with Christ and he forgave you of some of your sins. Did it say all? Oh? Don't say some. Then so why are you holding on to some? Say all. all. He's forgave you all. Say all my sins. All my sins. Every sin, everything. Uh, he has forgiven you. You don't have to carry that. You don't have to put yourself, you don't have to walk in shame. You don't have to walk with your head down. Uh, woe is me. No, God has forgiven you for all your <laughs> sins. Hallelujah. Come on. You're forgiven. The blood that he shed erases it and wipes it all away. Come on, you are made alive in Christ, for he forgave you of all your sins. He canceled the record of charges against you. Come on. Anybody had charges against them? Don't raise your hand. Hallelujah. Come on, he said, Come on, he's, he's canceled the record of charges against us, and he did it by nailing it. To the cross. Hallelujah. Come on, everything uh, that you've ever done, he nailed it across. the cross. Amen. Uh, you can stand in the courtroom and say, you know what? Jesus died. You may not forgive me, but my God forgives me. Hallelujah. I'm not that no more. I'm not what society calls me. Amen. I am a son of God. I am the Lord's <laughs> servant. Hallelujah. You are the Lord's servant. The world can call you whatever they want to call you. Your family can call you whatever they want you. But you can stand as long as you're living, as long as you're obeying, as long as you're trusting God. You can make that claim, I am the Lord's servant. And I am forgiven. And if I mess up, guess what? I can ask for forgiveness again. And he'll give it to me. That's my God. He knows me. He understands me. We all fall short. Come on. Come on. Anybody here not sinned since you got saved? Hit the altar now because you need to be up here. (laughs) We all fall short. The Bible says we all fall short. Even in our righteousness, as he calls us filthy rags. Get out of here with your holiness. Just live obeying God and trusting God. And just living for him. Just be real. Be you. Tell yourself, be me. Be you. Fix the things that you don't like about you and let God fix me in those areas so I can be more like you. But be you. Don't imitate someone else. Come on. There's only, a, there's only room for one pastor art in the world right now. Hallelujah. <laughs> I don't want people to go get haircuts and spiky hairs and all this stuff. Hallelujah. And marry a, a girl called Maria? You know, I don't want you to do that. <laughs> he made you alive with Christ and forgave you of all your sins. As I close with this final thought, we can come to Jesus with our thoughts, listen, our feelings, and our needs. He has been listen where we have been He has the ability to listen to. How is it possible